as I was driving up here, I had to pass, I was with uh, one of the seminarians, and I had to drive by a farm I actually grew up working on. It was right past Biola, and I was there for, it was my first job from age like 14 all the way to 18, and I just do landscaping and construction, and I think all the hours out there working in the fields convinced me that I need a, like a white-collar job at that point, because I, I need something I can do and not get blazed in the sun for eight hours every day, but it was great work, and I remember just day after day, I was thinking about this as I was driving down here, being out in that field and around this man's house, all I would do every day is cut down all this uh, foliage around his household and like do all this landscaping. I have to cut down, put it into a tractor, drive it all the way down the hill and throw it in a pit to be burned. Then I drive back up the hill, cut down more things, put them in the tractor, go down to this pit, throw them in to be burned. And not only did I do that day after day, but I did that week and month after month, and then year after year. And while I was doing that, I always used to do two things. Romanticize about love, who I would marry someday, and then I fantasize about football and who I'd be beating up that day because that was my, my big battle. And I realized like in the mornings, it was always listening to slow music and thinking about who is that one person I will marry and begin a family with. And I would just think about that to kind of escape the work. And then in the afternoon, after lunch, I'd always be listening to a little more revved up music, and I would think about football and all the, the, the games that we'd be playing that year to kind of excite myself about that. But it was always love and war that were in my mind. But as I'd be thinking about those things, I would be taking all this, these woods and branches and everything, and I'd be hauling them up, cutting them down, putting them in the pit, and burning them. And so the, the question that kept hitting me every day, even subconsciously, was what really lasts forever? How is my work actually adding anything to the world? What is significant about what I am doing? It's the same thing day after day, year after year. And after I'm gone from here, everything will continue to grow up and somebody else will come here just to take care of this land. And is that going to be my life? And then I, as I had that in my mind, I began dating and watching other people date. And they would soon find the love of their life and be ready to give everything to that person. And then two weeks later, the infatuation stage would go away and they'd break up. And after relationship after relationship and seeing my friends go through the same thing, and then seeing so many of our parents even divorce, the question came up, well, where is this love that actually lasts? this true love that we're all longing for. And then by my senior year of football, after playing every single year and putting so much time into that, I got so drained from it, it no longer inspired me. It's like, where is this great battle that I can give myself to? So I had those two questions in my mind. Where is this great love that I can dedicate myself to? And where is this great battle that I can offer my life for? a meaningful battle, and something that doesn't just pass away in the end or get boring with time or just a high school fad. And I didn't really find the answer to that until I was in college. And it was when I was in college, I wasn't really living my faith growing up. And that's why all my hopes were in this world. 
because I didn't have a deep relationship with Jesus Christ. So I took all that natural desire for relationship and for battle, and I could only think about this world. But when I was in college, someone introduced me to St. Padre Pio for the first time. And they told me there was this monk who lost, who had the stigmata, the hands in his holes, in his um, holes in his hands, feet, and side, that he lost over a pint of blood every single day. He could read souls in confession. He could even tell certain people if their spouses or friends were in heaven or were in hell. And even at nighttime, he was physically assaulted by the demons. He would come to mass with bruises on his face and he could see his guardian angel and he could see the demons. And he said, if we as human beings could see the amount of demons that there are in the world, they became physical, it would blot out the sun. And he was the first time, Padre Pio was a sort of sacrament to me because he opened to me my eyes to the reality of what the priesthood is and what we're here to fight against. And two things that St. Padre Pio always talked about was the love of God and the salvation of souls. And that's why he dedicated all of his life to prayer before the Blessed Sacrament, being in seclusion with our Lord, and confession, the place to save souls from eternal perdition, what Jesus Christ himself talks to us about in the gospel today, that hell is a real place and many people are going there. Why? For lack of harvesters, lack of workers in the harvest to save those souls. And so when I heard about Padre Pio, first, he was the first one to open my eyes to the priesthood, and then the second person was Our Lady of Fatima. When I heard about Our Lady of Fatima, I never thought so much about the reality of sin, the reality of the great battle between Satan and God in this world. And when I started studying Fatima and how she had even showed children, anyone here seven years old? Okay, well, see, look how sweet and innocent she looks. All right, so seven years old is the age of Jacinta. Um, anyone nine years old? All right, Francisco, and 11 years old. Perfect, we got one family with all three. All right, Lucia. So Mary appeared to these three shepherd ch children, seven, nine, and 11 years old. And she told them the secrets that not only would a greater war break out after World War I if the, if the church didn't convert, if the world didn't convert, but she also showed them a vision of hell and said, look at the place where many souls go because they have no one to pray for them and offer sacrifice for them. And when I learned about this, it was the first time I was confronted, really, through Padre Pio and Our Lady of Fatima with the eternal realities of life and death. For the first time, I realized that there is a meaning beyond this life that my heart was longing for, that it didn't find its purpose here. The great love that I was always longing to find in this world could only be found in God, an absolute total gift that remains forever, even into eternity. And the battle that I was really longing for, that I couldn't find, that I couldn't totally give myself on this earth, I found when I discovered the deepest truths that our faith reveals. And that is the battle for the salvation of souls. Because like, unlike any, everything else in this world, 
the what is eternal, what never dies. Human beings never really die. We will all live forever. But where we end up, whether it's in heaven or if it's in hell, that's what determines everything in our life. And when I learned about St. Padre Pio or Lady of Fatima, what I realized then is that my life wasn't properly oriented towards heaven. And through their intercession and their example, it opened my eyes to realize that not only did I need to change my life to start living for heaven, but as I did that, it made me realize that the deepest longings in my heart could only be satisfied as a Catholic priest. So I invite you all, I thank you for taking the time to be with us. But ask ourselves, are we convinced of the words of Jesus Christ? Are we convinced of the realities of heaven and hell and the battle for souls that is on this earth? Because that is the purpose of the priesthood. That is why God sent his only beloved son into this world was to reveal the love of God so as to save souls. And the priesthood, like St. Padre Pio, is a living out of that sacrifice. The sacrifice that was offered one time on the cross and is renewed and entered into every single day when we come to the sacrifice of the Mass. Just as Jesus Christ, his whole being was, a, this is my body given up for you. This is my blood poured out for you. He became a total gift from the Father for us. And that is what the priesthood is. To enter into the sacrifice of the Mass that my body, and that's the, the essence of celibacy, my body is not for me. My body is for my people that the Lord has entrusted to my care. For my people from our Lord. And my blood poured out for them is my fidelity to Jesus Christ to the very end, no matter where that takes me. And that is a love worth living for and a battle that is worth dying for. That is the Catholic priesthood.